2 pitch. Hit toward third. Castro has it. Spins. Fires. A perfect game! Roy Halladay has thrown the second perfect game in Philadelphia. Line drive right center field. Base hit. Ground ball over the mound. Waiting for it. Punching. He booted it. One runner's in. Here comes the What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bell Smashers podcast. This is episode 19, and I'm your co-host, Jen. And I'm Kylie. And uh, Haley is at an event uh, this evening while we're recording, so we will see her uh, next time, probably. But I, it's my pleasure to introduce our special guest for this week, um, a prominent figure on Philly's Twitter, uh, her handle is at Philoradelphia. If you haven't seen her already, what are you doing? Go follow her. Um, she's also a sports writer and editor. And I'm very ex- especially excited because she's our first female guest. And as you all know, we are an all-female podcast. So welcome, Lauren Amore. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you so much for being, being on with us. Yeah, we obviously have a lot of questions and things that we want to talk about with you. But um, first, I'm going to toss it over to Kylie for our little special message. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We are brought to you by Fired Up Sports and Manscaped. Uh, We appreciate both of you guys. And they just, Manscaped just released their hedge trimmer uh, kit, which has a whole bunch of stuff. And, I mean, they're literally your one-stop shop for grooming needs from head to toe, literally. Uh, so use code BELLSMASH at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. All right. Yeah. Again, check out Manscaped. We love them. Um, <laughs> use that code to, your, you know, take advantage of it. It's a great deal. Um, the is hilarious. <laughs> yes, the irony again. All female podcast sponsored by Manscaped. It's pretty great, I right, was, Lauren? I was thinking that actually because I, I saw with one of your podcasts before that that was like the uh, 
the sponsor and I was like that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah we love it I think it makes it even better uh, yeah, I you... think I've seen I think I've seen their commercials like on tv <laughs> yeah it's hilarious <laughs> And, you know, and we, we've talked about this before, but they don't just have, like, the beard trimmer and things like that. There are – there's, like, oh. um, you know, a toiletry bag and things that you oh, can I, use. Oh, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's they not exclusively it for uh, males. Um, but, yeah, to, uh, to get us started, Lauren, for those who don't know you yeah, or don't follow – Yeah, moving on from that. Yeah. <laughs> So for anyone who doesn't know you or follow you yet, um, can you just share a little bit about your background and how you got to this point in your career? Um, well, it all goes back to when I was nine years old. Uh, it <laughs> um, goes for all of us. Yeah. And there was, you know, this Phillies team that ended up winning the World Series. So, <laughs> um, I mean... It I just during the 2008 season was when I kind of started to like fall in love with baseball, fall in love with the Phillies. Um, Brad Lidge was my favorite Philly at the time. Um, and he, I mean, he still will always be my favorite Philly just because of everything he meant to that team specifically. Um, but anyway, uh, so it kind my love for baseball and sports and the Phillies kind of started there. And um, it just eventually sort of turned into a career path for me because I realized it's something I've always been the most passionate about. Um, you know, I think I kind of stepped away from it a little bit during like high school. Uh, but then, I mean, it kind of makes sense because that's when the Phillies were, that was a dark time period. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, once I went to college and was like, oh, you know, what do I want to do with my life? Um, I thought sports was sports was what I wanted to do going into sports and like sports content creation. So I got a degree in sports media. Um, so that is, you know, it's taken me to a bunch of different places so far. Um, and I've had a lot of, I had a lot of great, great opportunities in college was involved with like, I went to Ryder university. So I was involved with the Ryder baseball team. Uh, I wrote about the women's volleyball team there. Um, and then when I graduated, um, I wrote for The Good Fight a little bit. I wrote, and then I was the editor for Inside the Phillies uh, for about a year. And now I'm with Yard Barker, which is a sports news syndicate. So now I kind of focus on all sports, but I still produce the Phillies Focus newsletter uh, because I feel like I still have to talk about the Phillies in some capacity. And I also still have my Twitter. Yes, um, we so, love it. Love it. So yeah, it's uh, it's been I, I've had a lot of good opportunities so far and met a lot of cool people, um, and gotten to talk to a lot of cool people too. So yeah, it's been good so far. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it was like I just kind of started my Twitter on like a whim and just kind of started like you know giving my own Philly stakes and suddenly people started following me and liking them. So. That was that was interesting. It was surprising. And you know, nine-year-old me would think I'm cool. So that's all that matters to me. I love that. I think I think same for nine-year-old me. And same for nine-year-old Kylie. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, we should we all, all... would have been friends. Oh we, my god, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, there's no doubt. I completely agree. I yeah. Well, I think we're already vibing. I mean, Kylie and I, we already know we vibe well with 
any Phillies fan, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, you know, it's weird because I've always had, you know, like friends that weren't into sports, which is perfectly fine. I mean, you know, like what you do, you like what you like. But I've always been kind of the one person that like likes sports, you know, likes Philadelphia sports. Um, so whenever I can find, you know, I'm trying to, you know, find a group of people and being able to connect with people through Twitter has been awesome because I don't feel like I'm, you know, my family is, uh, they're big sports people, which is a big reason why I'm such a big sports person. But like outside of that, I don't really have like a, you know, a group of friends like all goes to games or something like that. So yeah, it's hard to like connect with other people. We can relate to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I have shared this before, but um, Kylie, Haley, and I, we all met on Twitter, like yeah. just <laughs> talking as Phillies fans. Um, and so that's how this podcast happened. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Well, again, there's a lot for us to talk about. Um, This week has been eventful. Emotional roller coaster. It has. Emotional roller coaster that started (laughs) on Monday when the Phillies released Mark Appel. And for those who are listening and don't know, he is a friend of our podcast (laughs) because he was on, he came on, he was our first Philly player to come on the show. Um, if you haven't listened to it, please do episode 13 because we just, <laughs> you have the episode number. I wrote, <laughs> I didn't know off the top of my head, but I, 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 I want people to be able to find it. Episode 13 with Mark Powell, <laughs> because we talked to him, of course, about pitching and baseball, but also just about like life and who he is as a person. And so above everything else, he's just such an amazing person. Um, And so he deserves like the world. Um, Everyone keeps supporting him. Social media. He's still still, like going to do so many cool things. Like he's just such a genuine, cool dude. Like, (laughs) and he, um, when I was with inside the Phillies still, you know, he did, I think a couple interviews with us Um, and he's just, yeah. I mean, the Phillies were lucky to have him in the organization for the year for a year. Well, it was longer than a year, but for for him to be able to make his like debut with us. Yeah. It was was such a cool, such cool moment. I mean, aside from like all the postseason stuff last year, just like him making his debut was a really special moment. It was. And so we talked about that with him too. Um, Yeah. We covered a lot. I, um, but yes, like you were saying, he's just like such a nice and genuine person and he's a very gifted storyteller. So yes. he just launched his blog. So everyone, yeah. if you're listening, go to markapella.com, subscribe because he's going to keep do sharing. Do yourself a favor. Yeah, do yourself a favor. As Kylie just said, um, he's already shared a little bit, but he's going to plan to talk about being released and just you know, the grief that he's going through right now. How am I getting through this without crying? Um, It's a a miracle because I'm (laughs) sad for him. And like for us, um, I actually wore, this is my McCutcheon shirt, which is 22, obviously, but I wore it Mm -hmm. for Mark. Um, uh, But yeah, so just wanted to, he knows how much we support him and love him because we tell him all the time. So, but everyone else who's listening, please just continue to 
the release like yeah, when he got released it. it was sad but it was like, I guess I also wasn't surprised because of like the yeah. thread that he posted it you know it seemed like it was coming um but it's Apparently still he didn't know though yeah he shared he's been really he's been tweeting a lot of course but I saw one of them where he said um it was a complete coincidence which is kind of oh, wow. eerie. I did I missed that yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I, I didn't weird. see that either. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought, you know, if he didn't ask for the release, like I thought it was, I thought he'd still be able to find a role. But Me too. I mean yeah. he's he's gonna do great things anyway. So exactly he will be fun. <laughs> I mean but, he wants he wants to keep playing, so hopefully another team yeah. picks him up. Um Regardless, like you, like everyone has said already, he's gonna do like such amazing things. He's already impacted so many people with, and I told him this on the pod, like on our episode, just sharing about what he's been through. You know, um, yeah. it's you never know who needs to read that, right? And like, it's just it's rare for a professional athlete to be that emotionally vulnerable, but it's important. Yeah, I mean, think about just, like, most athlete interviews that are like, yep, yeah, you know, like, kind of just, like, regurgitate. They're so, yeah, they're surface level. Yeah, and I get it, you know, like, they have to say, like, certain things, or they can't say certain things to, like, media people. Like, I understand, but it's so, it's, like, refreshing when they actually give, like, an informed, like, answer, and you're like, wow, like, that's, it's so cool, and that, and he's exactly that type of person, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, sure. you know what the the worst part about this whole thing was? What? So <clears throat> I was just in Clearwater, and uh, I was at the game on Monday. And I'm first of all, I'm banned on my main account. Whole different <laughs> story. But I was literally about to tweet on my backup account. Um, I was literally about because I saw that Derek Hall wasn't in the lineup to start. He ended up playing but he wasn't in the starting lineup and I was like really bummed because I wanted to see one of both one or both of Mark Appel and Derek Hall because they were on our podcast so I was like I really want to see them play and Hall has been having a phenomenal spring training so like I wanted to see one of them at least and so I saw that Hall wasn't playing and so I was literally about to hit send uh, saying if I don't see Mark Appel today I'm going to be very upset and before I hit send, I got that tweet. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Literally as I was about to hit send, I got that tweet. So I was yeah. like, oh, and that um, was my day. <laughs> yeah, the three of us were Kylie, myself and Haley, we were all texting when we saw the news. I might have said that already. We were because we were very sad. Um yeah. but that's another point we should make is that so the week after we interviewed Mark, we had Derek Hall on the show. And it probably it wouldn't have happened without Mark. Like yeah. he, he <laughs> talked to D Hall and like put in a really good word for us. So <laughs> again, we'll just uh, we already loved him, but we'll always be forever grateful to just like you know give our little pod a chance. Yeah. How did it come about that um, Mark came on the pod? Like, who did you just Kylie, reach out and like, hey, take it away, Kylie? <laughs> <laughs> so he was doing. Uh, he did a. He did one of his tweets where he was saying, like, what do you want to see out of me content-wise this year? Like, what do you want 
like me to post, share like stories or, you know, whatever. And so I told him what I wanted to see. And I was like, how you go into like each batter, how you approach each batter and stuff. And um, you're having a conversation about that. And then he, I was like, hey, if you want to come on the podcast, let me know. Like, I would mm-hmm. love to have you. And so he was like, shoot me a DM. I was like, dude, I did like two weeks ago, but okay. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes, again, he gets a lot of messages. I'm sure he has. He does. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's busy. <laughs> but still, yeah, keep sending sure. him them because yeah, he needs more yeah, love and support. Yeah, so I was like, I already did. And so he was like, hey, I just have to scroll a lot. Sorry. That's what I'm saying. He gets a lot, but. Yeah, he, he does get a lot, especially after that tweet where he was like, what do you want to see? Shoot me a DM. And so I messaged he him. He also probably got like 20 bucks. <laughs> Being yeah. like, you do this. Exactly. Yeah. And so he yeah. did us, like, our, yeah, episode 13 of ours. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Lucky 13. Yes, Clearly, right? yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was oh, crazy, that. and yeah, it. He didn't have to, and when he came on, he was just such a great dude. He was just so, so nice, and he like nothing he says is a waste. He always says like meaningful things at all times. Yeah, that's the yeah. craziest part. So anyway, yeah, like I said, he knows we love him, but we love you more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Who? So the one who's impressed me so far is obviously uh, I'd probably say for spring training, I'd probably say for me, Hall has had a lot better spring training than I expected. Kingery too. Cave especially. Yes. Kingery's He's definitely surprised. Yeah. Um, I mean, same guys you said. Yeah, Cave, like I said, Kingery, very su- surprising me a lot. I mean, I'm I'm super happy for him. Um, I would not say I counted him out completely. Because uh, I'm not right. I'm just not that type of person. Like I'm like, no, they they can fulfill a ventral or something. Like we can find we can find oh, something. You're, you're an optimist like us. Oh yeah. You, yeah. I've gotten called out like for that on Twitter by some people being like, you know, like when Mickey Moniak was still here last year, I'm like, no, like he'll be okay. Like just, (laughs) he just needs more time. Um, Obviously it worked out for the best because I think, you know, he'll be able to do more with the angels. Um, But I mean, and also uh, Cody Clemens too. Yeah. They've all made it. Oh, and Josh Harrison. Right. There's all They've all made it, you know. Very competitive. Yeah. A different, I kind of thought it was, I mean, Josh Harrison is pretty much a given for the opening day roster. Um, I would be completely shocked if it's Kingery. I don't think that they'll, I don't think they have enough faith in him yet that they're like, okay, we're rostering you. I I, I could see him getting a, like a call up during the season, though. I'm okay. definitely not counting that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they want to see more of like if he can consistently do that in the minors, uh, you yeah. know, continuing what he's doing. Um, but, you know, I know he I remember reading that he was working with Kevin Long during the offseason. So hopefully K Long worked his magic and, you know, Kingry can 
be a serviceable, uh, you know, bench player again. I would be super happy to see that. Um, And I'm sure it would mean a lot to him too. So, yeah. Um, I honestly, I could see Cave making it too, just because he has that outfield experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they want that outfield depth. Um, They do. And I remember reading that Hall, you know, they want to get Derek Hall more reps at the plate, especially with Harper being out. Um, Even though Harper might return sooner now, which is anyone surprised because this man heals in the blink of an eye. Yeah, literally Superman. I know, he's he's not real. And if he was watching the World Baseball Classic, it was crazy to me that it's like, this USA team, with as stacked as it is or was, they could have had Bryce Harper. And they would have won if they had Bryce Harper. I know. I kept thinking that, too. Well, that's another topic we'll we'll want to chat with you about. Um, Yes. Um, But, you know, what about about you, Jen, for the players? Yeah. (laughs) Players out of camp. Yeah. um, I feel like earlier on in spring training, like when I was – down there at the very beginning, we were talking about Weston Wilson and how he was like yeah. really showing up. But then it's it's honestly it's like ebbed and flowed. And then Kingery's been pretty consistent. Hall, um, and but now lately toward the back end of spring training, it really has been J.K. just yeah. hitting dingers, you know, doing what mm-hmm. he needs to do to contribute to the team um, again, which is what they're looking for especially with the outfield depth, as you were saying. So if I had to pick one right now, I would say him. Yeah, I would say Hall, Cave, mm-hmm. and um, Harrison. Yeah. But and, right now. And there are there going to be, out of everyone, it's going to be three? I see. I was confused on this. I yeah. think for opening day roster, it's 28 players. But I could be wrong. I think it's 28, though. (laughs) And then it switches, you know, as the year goes on. Like, they can add more. Yeah, yeah. But I think opening day, they get to – it's 28 players. Um, So, obviously, you know, you have the whole outfield, the whole infield, the bullpen, Mm -hmm. the rotation. So, Mm -hmm. it it comes down to some difficult decisions. Um, Yeah. Because they can't, you know, they can't have as many as they'll be able to have later in the year. Um, Yeah. Well, and someone I kind of thought that I think the Phillies, at least at the end of the year last year, seemed to have, like, confidence in. um, And especially now with Veerling and Maton gone, which still makes me sad. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, They seem to like Dalton Guthrie a lot, but he hasn't really blown anybody away during camp. So I don't, I'm assuming he's not really in the mix anymore, but it did kind of seem that way at the end of the year, especially since, you know, he he didn't play or he didn't get many at bats, at least he was more like a defensive replacement. But I, you know, he was on the postseason rosters. So, you know, he was there uh, during yeah. the World Series run last year. But yeah, it seems like he's fallen out of favor a little bit just because his performance isn't up to par with everyone else's. But so it's, it's really crazy because like Sosa's had a really good spring training. 
Oh my god, it's oh, Sosa! Yeah, right. obviously, we love Sosa. Oh, everyone loves Sosa. Love Sosa. <laughs> oh. But you know, he's batting. I'm pretty sure over 400. I think. And uh, I mean, he was expected to have a bigger role this coming year, uh, and him yeah. having, you know, especially with Harper out. So, him having the spring training is insane, and will definitely give Scott a break. Uh, against lefties and just if he does have some struggles the sophomore slump you know it, it happens with every player so um you know if, if he does have you know need a break or whatever it's nice to have Sosa right there um yeah and they were testing him in center field I yeah. love him in center field oh you can saw it in person Kylie I did <laughs> and oh my goodness I love it I love it I, I I do hope that I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. You, but, <laughs> um, I still hope that they give Marsh the bulk of starts. Yeah, um, oh yeah, I like oh, I am anticipating, and I don't know if I'm getting too excited, but I'm anticipating like, <laughs> a big a big year from Marsh. I because I think he already started to make improvements after the trade last yep, season. Yeah. So I'm okay. just excited to see what he will do this year. I I think he's going to have a good season. I completely but. agree. <laughs> I love Marsh. He waved me at too. me on Monday. He waved at me. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, Kylie. I could die happy <laughs> if that happened to me. I literally said Marsh waved at me. I can die happy. Like Because <laughs> on, on Monday, I sat three rows behind home plate. Um, because I missed her the ticket, I thought it said one hundred three. I was at one hundred nine, so it was a happy, co- it was it was a happy discovery. But um, <laughs> he was he was on deck, and he was like some woman was being semi obnoxious and just like cheering everybody. Um, like I get it, go Phillies, but it was a little excessive. Um, and he like acknowledged her, and so then when he kind of looked my way, I was like, hi. <laughs> and and he waved back and so I can I can die happy now. <laughs> he that man yeah, was that. that man was destined to be a Philly. Like he just has Dude, he has Philly's energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and whenever the Phillies post that picture of him just like staring at the camera like on his side like this. That yeah. that should be that should be the next goal for a guest. Brennan Marsh. Let's do it. Hey, we're trying. We're trying. I, I'm not a regular hey. on this podcast, but I'm saying, come on, let's go. I'm, I'm <laughs> clipping it. I am clipping this, and I'm going to post it, and I'm going to use this as a way to get Marsh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Again, we, I will do anything I can to help you. Yeah. <laughs> you. We have our, you know, our strategies that we <laughs> But, you know, we're, we've just been, like, like we've shared, doing it very organically, so... Hopefully, yes. We would love to have Brandon Marsh on. That would be that would be a blast. That podcast. He would make it very interesting. Marsh. If you're watching this, please, you're welcome. Come yeah, on. you're welcome. <laughs> Any member of the uh, yeah of the organization is welcome. Yeah, anyone. <laughs> I think he, I think he'd be a good a good interview though. Oh my <laughs> sure. God, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Um, All right. Uh, so one thing. Uh, we know there's been a couple people kind of struggling. Cassianos uh, and Scott have kind of struggled. But I want to point out, because everybody knows Scott is my favorite, um, he was batting under 100 
and now he's batting over 200. So he's improving. I just want everybody <laughs> to know that. that and plus, it's spring training. Exactly. Yeah. It only it only counts if they're doing good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I say. Because I mean, it's only spring training if it's bad, and then the World Series run is back on if it's good. That's yes. That, exactly. That's how it goes. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I again, maybe it's the optimist in me. I don't know, but. <laughs> And it was spring training. Like, I'm not worried if it's spring training. I'm just like, oh, you know. they Because, I mean, Bone last year did not have a great spring. And he had a good season last year. Yeah. Um, and now yeah. he's, you know, he's tearing the cover off the ball. And I I might be more, even more excited about Bone's season than I am about Marsh's season. Like, Bone yeah, is... Too. Boom is hitting 25 bombs this year. I don't care. Like, Our guy, uh, UK Phillies, <laughs> he keeps, he's a, been a guest of ours too. He he keeps saying that oh, as well. Yeah. And I don't think that's unreasonable. I think that's. No. Yeah. I think legit. he like made really good improvements last year and then has made even more improvements over the off season. Like I'm so excited and him, him like developing his like power stroke would be awesome because Dude. I know as a prospect Bohm was like touted as having like you know hitting for power and you know he still hits the ball hard but he hasn't really he doesn't really drive the ball like out yes. of the ballpark yeah so I think him being able to sort of you know hit more home runs and stuff like that that would be huge um yeah and as far as Castellanos goes, um, I'm a big Castellanos fan. Um, <laughs> love him. I I love, love him. Nick. Um, so I I just find it so like last year was not him. There was something mentally yeah. like mentally something. I just know that it was not him, and I'm not holding that year against him. Like yeah. he's only a season removed from a 34 home run, 100 RBI season. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just there's no way that he just forgot how to, you know, hit home runs. I'm like, this, this man is too, like, he, he he's just too cool. Like he can't. Not- <laughs> oh yeah. Exactly. And that's, <laughs> we've talked about that, Kylie. Yeah. And I, I mean, there, we, we know for sure. Castellanos went through a lot last year. Yeah. Personally. I mean, his wife had uh, Otto, who is an adorable the we love baby I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! He's adorable. Otto, <laughs> um, we love you. His wife is awesome so too. Cute. Yeah, Jess, we love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, his his mom did post that they lost somebody. So yeah. there is that, and he also got hurt like two or three times. Yeah. So he just had so much going on that it. I, I'm not worried about him at all. Um, yeah, I know he mentioned the thing too about like the whole thing with Ben Simmons' house. That like, that, like, <laughs> yeah. bo- that, like bothered him. Like he was like, I don't like, I did not like that. So I'm like, well, maybe- and then every and now everybody knows where he lives, and like that is such an invasion <laughs> of privacy. Yeah, that's what is, made him yeah. mad. Yeah, it is weird. It it is weird thinking about it, like because it's like okay, athletes are like people too. Like just yeah, leave them I alone, give them their privacy. Yeah, that's like the theme of our podcast, too. Honestly, just again, showing that the they're podcast. the players' podcast because they are more than I, de- 
players. They're human beings. And so that's why I, I know I'm it. almost like too like I'm almost like too understanding sometimes. Like even sometimes right? like if it's like even if it's sometimes on the other team, I'm like, oh man, like you know, if like a pitcher comes in and it's like a team that we don't really have anything against, you know, not like like a mess. Yeah team or something like like the right. rockies like who cares about them so it's like if it's a, pit, a reliever that comes in for the rockies and they get like freaking shelled like i low-key mm-hmm. feel bad a little bit <laughs> <laughs> like, i love uh, it but it's my team that's doing the shelling true um, yeah i'm not on board with like, that but you you yeah you of course do you're just kind of like well it sucks for you like i, I do feel bad like thank you but i'm sorry yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it, I know sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, like this player, like their dad just died. And then it's like they just gave up all these runs. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you're just like, oh. Like, I remember yeah. last year, you you both remember James Norwood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he was really, you know, we released him. Like, he was really bad. But I remember they told this story about him being like, you know, oh, like, his dad, like, passed away not that long ago, so then every time he came in and, like, people were talking crap about him, I'm like, oh, stop it! Like, leave him alone! Um, but yeah, so it's just, like, the human, it's hard to stop the human in you from coming out, but for some people, apparently, it's very easy to suppress that. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and again, that's that's why we're trying to not be that way. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know? You guys remember Michael Franco? Of course. (laughs) He always gets released on his birthday. Yes, I know. (laughs) Oh no! Like that—that's not even a joke. Like he literally got released, like by us, uh, or he got traded by whatever happened, or non-tendered by us. Uh, He got released on his birthday. Always, just something always on his birthday. (laughs) Yeah, that's sad. Like three times in a row. Yeah. That's crazy. Are the the teams like all in on it? Like, are they just like, yo, like, (laughs) of all the days? They have to be. They're like, hey, happy birthday. You're released. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Feels so bad for him, too. On the birthday, you couldn't have waited one day. I know. Like, I guess they're trying to show, like, look, this is strictly a baseball decision. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but it does seem it does seem a little cruel. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> but if it's the Mets, the Astros, or the Braves, I hope every pitcher gets shelled at all times. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's different. <laughs> Those teams, that's that's much different. Yes, one hundred percent. 100%. Well, and it's it'll be interesting this year because the schedule is different. Um, you yeah. know, we'll be playing every single team at least once. So, I think that honestly I'm a little excited about it. Um, cuz it felt like in April and May last year we played the Mets at least 500 times. Mm-hmm. Um, so and long. including that horrible game where we blew the seven run lead yeah and also the no hitter that happened Mm -hmm. pretty much within a week of each other i think well combined no hitter because those were very dark times (laughs) yeah i don't i don't recall either of those two games 
<laughs> the, the pre the pre Rob Thompson as manager days. We don't like yeah. to remember them. No. The last days of Girardi. But we were there for that, you know. We were there through the good and bad. Um Yeah. Remember, we've been through it. <laughs> exactly. It helps you appreciate yes. making it to the World Series. I'm just I'm just very bottom line, I'm just very happy that we will not be playing uh the same teams over and over. I agree. Um, yeah. And people have said, I forget who was on our podcast that said something. Uh, Connor. Um, Connor. Um, he was in favor of it, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very much so in favor of it because, I, I mean, people have said that it kind of ruins the, um, the rivalry a little bit between the two, uh, between the division rivals um and I, I can definitely see that and it kind of ruins the al nl unknown in the world series kind of thing so i i get that as well but i like it because i mean living in the dc area we'll be able to see the phillies more yeah. and uh, <laughs> obviously as phillies fans we'll be able to see other teams that maybe we wouldn't have been able to see um and players that we wouldn't have been able to see yeah. So, like, we rarely play the Blue Jays. And so getting to see players like Vladdy is, is cool to see. I completely agree with that point. Because I – I mean, you play certain teams so much that it's like you start to know their team more, like, even better, just as much as your own. Yeah. And then there's other teams where I'm like, I could not name you, like, three to five players on that team like <laughs> that's the or, athletics for me yeah yeah it would take me like well the the a's are yeah i mean they, they, they <laughs> barely qualify <laughs> they barely qualify yeah. as a baseball team at this point yeah um i feel bad for them but um yeah i mean i think it'll be interesting to see like other lineups other different yeah. pitchers stuff like that um mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i think I think it'll make for an interesting season along with all the other changes that are happening. Do you like the rule changes? So I have to be honest. I really, the pitch clock I could have done without a hundred percent. I am not one of those people that's like, wow, this game is so slow. Like, right. I, We're the but same. again, I guess, I guess if you, I don't know, don't like, more baseball than <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if you are a true like you love the sport, then it, that doesn't matter to you. Um, so I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I don't really see the point of the bigger bases. I mean, I guess something with injuries, but like to me, I'm like, mm, was that really necessary? I don't know. The shift being banned, I think, will be very exciting. Um, yes. Some of it, you know, like oh, like. I know they were talking about in spring training, like the it's weird seeing the shortstop in the frame the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so because I'm like, wait, how are they on base? And then I'm like, oh wait, that's them playing the position. <laughs> um yeah, it's so weird because they have to be so far up. Um mm-hmm. so I mean they're not horrible. Like I didn't the pitch clock isn't awful, but at the same time, like I think if it's going to, like, be a problem and, like, interrupt, like, really, like, important moments, 
then I have a problem with it. Like, (laughs) because to me, it's like you're taking away moments that could happen, like special iconic moments in the sport. Yeah. Um, You know, it's like, okay, you struck out because you weren't ready. You weren't in the box, the batter's box in time. Like, to me, that's just stupid. I mean, I at least like, okay, if they have it during the season, like maybe they will get rid of it for the postseason, like they did with, uh, you know, the ghost runner rule. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know maybe it'll be one of those type of deals but at the same time like I feel like the the lack of consistency also bothers me like because then if there's certain games that are decided by something that was a rule in the regular season but then isn't a rule in the postseason like that screws things up so if that makes sense I'm like going off on a tangent no I see what you're saying (laughs) yeah it just I think MLB needs to like really sit down and like evaluate this like okay but like is this actually making more people like baseball or is it making more people that love baseball turn away from it because it's not the sport that they like like or it's not the sport they love anymore it's an interesting balance between we talked about this a little bit last week with Kurt Landis um the traditionalists like the people who you know want it to be the same as it's been for decades, and then the people who want to modernize the game. Um, I feel like I'm personally somewhere in between. Yeah, you know, I would say I would say I am too, because um, I love certain baseball traditions, but at the same time, like you know, the thing I feel like it's you don't hear about it as much. But a couple years ago, with the whole unwritten rules thing, like that is an example where I'm like, goodbye. Like we want nothing to do with that. You know, yeah. you have like old head announcers complaining about players wearing chains and stuff like I'm like no that no place for this like oh yeah you can't show any emotion ever I I hate or they get yeah they get offended by like bat flips and stuff like you know pimping home runs it's like that makes it exciting like imagine like if imagine if Reese Hoskins did not slam his bat like he did I mean that was like the whole thing that made it exciting yeah I was at the game (laughs) i was was at the jt inside the park home run game me too it was that every time they show it on the one commercial i'm like i was there i can't that's how i feel with the jt homer (laughs) i know it's it was so exciting but yeah i mean i don't know um i already know that they were discussing some of it like if they were going to change anything before opening day but it sounds like they're not which i yeah they said they weren't yeah i mean that would have been too drastic like okay we're going to change it a week before the season after you already got used to it all spring training it's like okay don't do that but like (laughs) you know maybe consider for the future i don't know but yeah yeah that we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit and kind of go back to what we talked about, how you're our first female guest. And again, as an all-female podcast, and I know Haley would want to talk about this too. Um, I'm really interested if you could share your just overall experience and perspective being a woman in the sports industry. Um, I mean, it's something I've kind of dealt with, like, since I was a kid um, and when you say yeah and can you say what you mean we, again we've talked Kylie and I have talked about it a little bit but when you say dealt with what are those kind of things you've had to deal with um I mean even as you know I was in fourth fifth grade sixth grade like you know 
boys now men like you know kind of testing my knowledge like seeing if I actually know what I'm talking about um and most Name of the time players. yep I, yeah, I, I, I gave a whole like rant that. I gave a whole rant on this <laughs> a couple episodes ago so yeah I well agree. and it since it kind of is something you dealt with in like your formative years like you're always like kind of expecting it low-key and then when yeah. people don't you know talk to you in that way it's like so refreshing um yeah it's just like oh yeah <laughs> exactly it's like, like it shouldn't it shouldn't be a surprise that a woman knows about sports yeah and now yeah. it's kind of been like my personality for so long that <laughs> like people just kind of know now it's like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. like lauren is you know knows about the phillies like mm-hmm. um and i think once i kind of you know i got my degree in sports like i worked for a philly you know a couple philly sites people are like oh okay so she's legit not that it should have like I should have had to do that to prove it but it's like okay I mean what are you gonna say to me now if I like this is what I do for a living you know (laughs) um and it's not something I think has ever like made me feel threatened like I kind of just you know go into it assuming like people are gonna respect me for my opinions like and or you know take me at my word and then if I don't I'm just like I'm not indulging like I'm not indulging this conversation you know yeah um so yeah I mean it's something that I haven't encountered as much recently luckily um Mm -hmm. and I didn't encounter it a lot during college however when I was in college like there were only a few girls in my major Mm -hmm. uh which was sports media um, you know, there was, so it was mostly all men. I think there, you know, now the major is comp- like, it has more women in it, but when I was there, it was like three to four of us. Um, <laughs> so when you were in your classes for your major, I mean, it was like, you were outnumbered, you know? And it seemed like they were always kind of the ones talking, like, you know, raising their hand and going on and on and on. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, so it did kind of make you feel like, it, it like it motivated me more like I wanted to know more about different topics and different things because mm-hmm. like I said I did kind of like get out of sports for a while mm-hmm. um but then I was like no like I I don't like this like I like to be knowledgeable like I like to know what I'm talking about and mm-hmm. so it, it it's never made me feel like su- like inferior or anything like that like if anything it's just always motivated me to be better and like learn more so um yeah I mean I think it's I love it like I love you know and I love how women in sports all band together like yes it's I love it so um yeah I mean I think it's been a great experience so far so (laughs) my favorite thing is I was uh I was asked to name five Eagles players uh and I named like the entire 53 the whole team yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that's what I said too I'll say I'll say part of it again I like to say uh, would if it's say it's the Eagles would you like me to start with the offense or the defense or special teams (laughs) um you like their jersey number their position you know some of them birthday now we got their birthday (laughs) yeah the Phillies players half of them were born in the month of March yes it's probably March Um, see March or maybe October yeah yeah Um, you know it's like, don't ask. I always like that. to. I always like to flip the script. I'll be like, "How about you name five? <laughs> like, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, if you're going to do that to me, like, I'm going to do it to you. Because a lot of the time, the people that are asking you, they don't know. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> that's, that's what I've encountered a lot in my experience is mm-hmm. they didn't know what they were talking about themselves. So I'm like, why are you testing me? <laughs> like, yeah. You're a woman. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And like, I have a, a Wentz Colts jersey. And I was wearing it at work uh, one day last year. And uh, I was asked if I like the Colts because of the color. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, that's that's a whole another thing I could rant about. Um, The female attire that they put. It's it's better now. But yeah, everything being pink all the time. That's also. Oh, and like. The, like yeah. the women's cut the curve the yeah I'm like absolutely I like, always buy like I always buy just like the regular jersey yeah me too I never, I never, yeah men's small or like a, a child extra large because <laughs> I don't want a pink jersey that has a v-neck and like you know Ooh. man that no. me so much no it yeah, and bad, I, still. I'm the type of person that like I like wearing jerseys big you know like I yeah, me too and like then you can wear it over hoodies, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, so I'm just like, who is buying this? Like, <laughs> who actually wears these? But right, exactly. <laughs> People that want to wear things because they think it's cool and not because they actually like it. Exactly. <laughs> it's you know, again, it's not it's not um, talking crap about like casual fans who want to wear those things. That's yeah, fine. you do you, but. Again, for like people like us who are super fans and like want you know just a, a nice like to work in sports. Yeah, you know, having just want to have a, a regular jersey that looks like everyone else's. That shouldn't be that much to ask. Yeah, and it does kind of make me upset because you know I have just this is actually sort of off like the uh, women like topic and more just like jerseys. <laughs> Sure. It makes me like the quality of jerseys has gone down so much. And but they're still like, very upset. But they're still charging you like a hundred yeah. dollars. Because yeah. I yeah. have a my first Phillies jersey I got in two thousand nine, and it was a Bradledge jersey. Surprise, surprise. And <laughs> um, I you know now I have I well I have a Reese Hoskins powder blue jersey, and then I also have a Nick Castellanos jersey. Um, and you know, I'm just like comparing like the lids jersey versus like the jerseys now, and you can tell the difference. Like in the, um, you know, like the stitching, mm-hmm. it's just like like it's not as like now more. It's just like the it's like printed on, yeah. and I'm like that's not cool. Like I want that, you know, really like authentic jersey. You know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My first jersey was a Jim Tomey jersey. It's like this big um, it was a, a, a pink chase Otley jersey which someone gave to me with <laughs> i i think it's like in my childhood bedroom still um then i got a <laughs> red pinstripes Utley jersey which i still wear still wear it? i i used to look yeah. at a, I used it to it all the way <laughs> and so many jerseys would come through there like I got so many different player jerseys. Like I got a Roy, like a Roy Holiday jersey that just came through. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm like, I have a Holiday cream one. Uh, a, a cream one. Mm-hmm. 
That sounds awesome. Nice. Um, yeah. My, mine is like, it's not one of the regular jerseys. Like it's like a, I don't even know. It's just like a, like a red and bluish one. Like it's like red and it has like blue stripes on it. It's really cool, but it's not like one of the typical like Phillies jerseys. So sometimes the unique ones are the best ones. Yeah, for sure. No, <clears throat> God, I still have like that sickness from like a week ago. Um, oh, are you uh, are you going to opening day? I'm not. Um, <laughs> last year I went opening weekend. I went the second game of the season, which was really really fun. Um, I like. I'll make it to a game at some point. I'm hoping because I. Actually, like people always like say like the April games are like boring or whatever, but I actually love it because like every team is still relevant. Like <laughs> once the like pl- once like the playoff like picture kind of starts to come into sh- like to form, then it's like no one cares about certain teams anymore unless That's it's like okay, out. we're gonna be like trading for certain. Th- like I love yeah. like I'm like give me all the baseball. Like I want to hear about every team and That's I'll a- watch any game but that's a great perspective and (laughs) i mean aside from like the first few games then the um at least at citizens bank park the attendance kind of you know dies down a little bit so you just you have a little bit more room to roam around and (laughs) do all that fun stuff even though i mean because of the run the run last year i think it should be a little bit more crowded this year. <laughs> me too. I, me too. Which I'm, I'm happy, happy about. But... Yeah, I think we should definitely expect that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm happy about it, but I'm also like, oh, now they're going to be more expensive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's exactly. And I was like, well, I mean, I love that we're good. Yeah. But we paid like $40 more for opening day tickets. Yeah. Each ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i i'm hoping i feel like i feel like you know one to two games a month is always like i also going to games in like may that's my ideal time i because i also just love the month of may but like the it's weather's not, always super super not nice too hot yet yeah, yeah and june june you can still get like decent weather too where it's not too hot whereas like july i've gone to games in july and august where it's rough yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I went to one in May. down on you, but yeah, I went to one in May where it was ninety degrees. Oh Actually, wow! The, um, the Stott walk off and Harper Grand Slam on my birthday, that was like high eighties and really mm. sunny, no clouds. And so myself and my brother and my nephew, we mm. all we there were several points during the game where we like like we have to get up because our seats were not covered. Um, yeah, we didn't miss those moments. We were in our seats for those two moments. That's but. good. It was that was a hot day. I love that that was on your birthday. Oh my gosh, literally one of, <laughs> probably yeah. I think the best birthday of my life. <laughs> I love that. Um, final final thing. What is your hot take to to start the season? Ooh, oh wow, hot take. I am so bad at coming up with like a hot take. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I need to give it some thought. Wait, do you guys have one? Or am I just sharing mine? <laughs> I I've had one where like I think I said I think we'll have 
at least three players with over 30 home runs. Ooh, I don't know how hot good. that is because, I mean, everybody's really good, but that's a good one. It is hard to get to 30 even. So um, I also don't know if this is a hot take either, but I Trey Turner will finally break the Philly cycle drought. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> it's happening. Because I would it, love that. Me too. I I would be surprised if it didn't happen. I mean, <laughs> he was made to break it. Him yeah, or Brandon yeah. Marsh. I could see him or Brandon Marsh breaking it. Um, because they both got the speed and they can hit for power. So as we as we saw Trey do in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> Um, yeah. he needs to save. He needs to save some of it for the regular season. So I'm hoping, <laughs> yeah. uh, hoping his uh, hoping his hot streak carries over uh, yeah. to next week. Yes, we all are. <laughs> Man, the, At the the time of recording is eight days left. Eight days left as as of our day of recording. So did next they week. did they announce the opening day starter yet? Did I miss that? I don't think, think they did. so. Not officially, no. Okay, I can I check mean, to see if it's on the on ESPN. But well, while while Kylie's checking, Lauren, where can everyone find you? What are, what do you want to plug? <laughs> yes. Um. Well, my Twitter um at Philadelphia. Um. And then I also have a Phillies newsletter on Substack called Phillies Focus. I'm subscribed. Um, I did. I did not uh, do one last week, but I'm planning to do one this week. <laughs> I've been very busy, but um, I. I love to produce that newsletter just to, you know, kind of still be able to write about the Phillies because um, they're my first love. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so follow me on Twitter, follow the Substack, and yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, two things. One, it doesn't show. And two, one final thing, uh, name five players. <laughs> 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 Name five players in your pink jersey for the yeah. brand. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'll I'll go your route and be like, do you want me to name the infield, the outfield, the bullpen, <laughs> the rotation? <laughs> um, bullpen. <laughs> actually, the bullpen I feel like is a toss up. Like, first, actually, I was talking to my dad about this the other day, and I have. Does anyone have faith in Craig Kimbrell? Because I don't. Yes. I do. Full face. You do. Yes. All right. I, do. I need that optimism. I love I him so much. I, I do. Have a guy for him. I love him. I have like, I, I don't know. I I guess I'm not that I don't have faith, but I'm just like being cautiously, like being cautiously optimistic. You know. It's my hot I just, take. Is it? It's her Kylie's hot take. Is what she's saying. Okay. Okay. Oh, what what my dad asked me was, who do you think would have more saves this year? Kimbrel or Sir Anthony Domingos? Kimbrel. <laughs> I said Sir Anthony. Oh, I'm going to say Sir Anthony. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll yeah, see. We, we got we uh, got to revisit this at some point. But we oh, absolutely, Lauren, you <laughs> and yeah, anyone we have on is always welcome to come back on. And uh, yeah, we just can't thank you enough for your time. Yeah, when you have you so much. Marsh on, I oh, will. Oh, yeah. I'll pop it. I'll pop in. <laughs> I love it. Like hey, thank you. Thank you so thank much for coming you. on. Yeah. It was a blast. I uh, love it, what you guys are doing with an all-female Phillies podcast. I mean, this is great. So thank you so much for having me. <laughs> we appreciate you. And we will see everybody next week. 
Okay, thanks. Peace.